Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, James. It's Suggestible. I'm Claire. It's a podcast. We've got to do this. We do have today. to do it. We are legally obligated. And of course, <laughs> we would be remiss not to mention our sponsor, Nobody. Nobody <laughs> yeah. would sponsor this. Because let me guess, you're <laughs> going to say it's not as popular as your other popular podcast, The Weekly Planet, and you would be correct. Yeah, I just want everybody because to know that that is the case. Yes. Correct. This is a half an hour show <laughs> where me and you who are married That's right. hang out together and pretend not to be tired. That's but, right. Uh, surprise, we're always tired. And guess what? What? I don't even pretend not to be tired. <laughs> no, you never do. I thought you were going to say you're a donkey, but I'm not. Well, that's, why you know? would you think that's the thing I'm going to say? Because when people say, no, guess you say, what, guess you what? say you're a donkey and no, I'm not. No, you say you're <laughs> mad and I'm not. That's the expression. No. Don't get me started on expressions that you think are things like the whole kicker out of bed for fast. Which we established was a real expression. Yeah, no, Listen, who's expression. going first today? Do you want to go first? I don't know. Are you the pot calling the kettle black? God, Claire. Have you Are ever there used a lot of fish in correctly? this barrel? <laughs> Are you the sharpest tool in the shed? Uh, <laughs> tell you what, I'm the bloody, I'm the bloody, a bloody Dallas now, mate. After being married to you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, I'll kick things off. Fine. I've just started, Hello, gentlemen's first, I've as just, always. I've just started this documentary series. It's on HBO. Ooh. It's called McMillions, except the S on the end is actually a dollar sign. Oh, I docuseries too. Oh my God. What a coincidence. Oh my God. Anyway, so (laughs) what's happening here is in McMillions. I I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but the first episode is an hour long. And do you remember the the McDonald's Monopoly system? No. It's basically, it's Monopoly, but you collect the pieces from, that you'd get on on food. What's McDonald's? I've never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. They sell things called Cheese Max. What is this a job? What's happening? Is this a bit you're doing? How about some Italian fries? <laughs> anyway, for those who don't know, McD- and everybody knows this, what about McDonald's some fish nuggets has and a, a fillet of chicken? McD- <laughs> they do sell fillets of chicken. <laughs> no, it's a fillet of fish. Yeah, but they sell fillets of chicken and also. Chicken, in the burger. chicken burger. This, however, is not sponsored by McDonald's. No, McDon- so, McDonald's being can fuck pregnant, off forever. I had that horrible day where I had McDonald's twice in one day. I'm having a horrible day right now <laughs> trying to explain this thing that I watched. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. You could just you could leave the room, and I'll just talk to the listeners. So basically, all right. See, ya, I'm going. I'm going. I'm see. Ya. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway. It's called McMillions. Surprise, I didn't actually leave. We know, Claire. We know. (laughs) Would you like to continue on with your recommendation? It's either that or I I shoot myself. I wonder how many people who are listening to this just think that I'm annoying. Probably at least Most half. of them. Yeah. yeah, there's one review that was like, Claire is way too loud. I am. I've turned myself down today. I'm that was sorry. me. That wasn't about the podcast. <laughs> that was just my life. So anyway, McDonald's run this competition where you get you win pieces uh, of, of Monopoly board and if you get like a set, you can win like – you can win like little stuff like you'll win a free meal or you can win like a car or a million dollars or all these kinds of things, yes. right? This ra- and, but during the, I think the late 80s to the early 2000s, 
the entire thing was rigged. Like <gasps> one guy just ran this scam where he would give them out to people for, for profit. There was not a legitimate winner that entire time, it would seem. From ben Affleck was going to do a movie about it. I don't know whether that's happening anymore. Hang on, but that was so that was McDonald's ripping people off. No, no, it wasn't. It, well, uh, without getting into spoiling it, but they outsourced the competition to a marketing company oh. and they made like like the money they made on it was astronomical. Like it, it increased the sales across the board. It would work every time and they did it with Scrabble and a bunch of other stuff. But the Monopoly one was always huge, but it didn't. It was just somebody there was no winners. There were no actual winners. So oh. it's about in, like it's about the FBI investigating how this happened, who's and behind the it, the fraud behind it, and it's just fascinating. Of because you think, ah, oh, who cares if you know somebody rips off whatever? And it's, but it's 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 millions, it's tens of millions of dollars, yeah, and it's people g- then going into their into this. Which real like who cares if McDonald's loses money? But it's yeah. people going in there looking, you know, looking to win prizes and whatever, and they're just. You just can't. It's just just didn't oh, happen that way. Yeah, they, but surely McDonald's would have noticed. No. That they were not giving out any prizes. They well, they were giving out prizes because people were still claiming them, but they were claiming them uh, like illegally, like because they would get handed the tokens and then they'd claim them, and then McDonald's would hand them a car or money or a jet ski or whatever. What? No. Now I'm confused. What do you mean? What do you I mean? What do I mean? You said that no one was getting prizes, but that actually people Sorry. were getting prizes. No, actually, you are terrible at explaining. You're terrible this at listening. Game. I'm listening so hard, my ears are bleeding. So people would claim the prizes, but the people who claimed the prizes were getting the tokens from a guy who was selling them. So they would claim oh. the, and then they'd give him. Oh, so that it was the guy that was ripping the system off, yes, not McDonald's. Exactly. I mean, they are still responsible ultimately because yeah, they didn't follow up with the shonky yeah, shonk but that they employed. The guy had set it up so, like, the winners were, you know, people who, you know, he mostly knew it seemed for the first part. Oh, it sounds a little bit like the sports rort saga that's happening in Australia at the moment where our sports minister somehow managed to get her own sporting club, government grants for clubs uh, that needed a, money. It's just a coincidence. I don't even worry oh, about Lord. that. Lord. Didn't she quit Lordy recently? Lordy, it's the, it's the left hand helping the right hand with two birds in the bush. Mm, I think you might be right. <laughs> Do you like my like my sayings? I'm really good at them. Yeah, you're really good at I them. I really nailed them. Anyway, it's you called... shouldn't throw glass houses at stones. Don't start a podcast <laughs> that you don't like being in. I think that's a good one. <laughs> my, my, I like this podcast. No, Who I'm talking about me. Colleen's just going to have to edit this out because this is just a yeah, but think to of me the people laughing. who also have to listen to it. It's not just Colleen's. Anyway, it's called McMillions. Uh, there's a few episodes left as far as I'm aware. I really uh, like being married to you. Yeah, I bet one of us does. so annoying. Yeah. No, because I like annoying you. Okay. What's your thing? That What's your docu-series? I know. That's really interesting. I was just, just briefly that what your recommendation reminds me of the founder, that film yeah, about the, McDonald's and how it started. Yeah. Which is so fascinating. It's a great movie. Isn't it a great yeah. movie? It's so who's the main guy that Michael started that? Yeah, it's brilliant. And it's I had no idea. Basically a guy who swindled McDonald's. Yeah, the McDonald's brothers yeah. who came up with the whole system and kind of created this incredible idea that he then turned into this massive. I love that because they basically people have seen this, I'm sure, but they fast tracked they made fast food essentially because you just wait forever for your burgers or whatever. But he created this system 
which is essentially it hasn't changed that much. No, it's a dance. It's almost like a dance. He choreographed it. So, like you just go, you go buns. Well, you put the. I could, I could do it. Like I've said this before, I've talked about this with Mason. But if you, if you put the stuff, because I worked at McDonald's for like three years. Yeah, and we literally recently went back to the McDonald's you worked at for a kids party. That's right. But uh, I um. I could do it. I could do it from muscle memory. If you put it in front of me, I could yeah. make it. Well, yeah. they're very strict with the guidelines yeah. and how you do it. That's yeah. and well, that's why it's wherever garbage, you go but in it's the clean world, and it's very efficient. Yeah, it's yeah. there, and there is something so familiar about and kind of comforting about going anywhere in the world and you see well, those. That's what it's built know? like, and they took go into the movie because there's. I mean, they do have there are variables across across different countries across across different quantities but uh <laughs> so i know like in parts of europe you can get beer and stuff like that and, yeah or there's salad bars yeah. but like a big mac is essentially a big mac yeah wherever you are in the yeah. world it's so interesting whenever i'm sick because i'm not a big mcdonald's person on a regular basis mm. clearly this is not sponsored this podcast on the reg. but when i'm sick or when I'm really nauseated, yeah. that is the thing that I'm drawn to. Like that time we got food poisoning in the bottom of Italy. Naples. Remember? In Naples we had the bad muscles and we got food poisoning. And then after we came out of it, the first thing we wanted was McDonald's. Yeah. Because you just felt like just want something, that's something like, familiar, exactly reliable. Is, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I was like that was why in those first three months of pregnancy, get ready, listeners, for me to mention it every podcast oh God, now forever. Like, get over it. I'm just growing a human, no biggie. Claire, I hate to break it to How you. How crazy. I have a person's head I know, pushing against my ribcage. It's cage. happened billions of times. Nobody cares. Yeah, but you've never done it. I know because I don't want to. 50% of the population has never done it. Probably more. Mm, probably so, more. Anyway, anyway. What's, what's your thing? What's, what's, All right, what's, cool. What? Well, mine is also a doco series. It's called Chia and it's on Netflix. I watched a bit of that. Yeah, it's only just come out. It's American. It started in January 2020. It's a six-part series following the nationally ranked 40-member Navarro College Bulldogs cheer team from Corsicana, Texas. Go dogs! Who is under the direction of Coach Monica Aldama as they prepare to compete in the National Cheerleading Championship held annually in Daytona, Florida. It's interspersed with history of cheerleading, including the formation of the National Cheerleaders Association, the NCA, and it explores the history and motivations of five individual cheer team members. So it kind of jumps around a little bit in history from just the uh, the whole world of cheerleading. I had Mm. no idea you know, you sort of think of cheerleaders with pom poms at rallies yeah. and things like that, and at football. You've games. never seen the movie Bring It On? Goes yeah. into the. They say things like it's not a cheerocracy or whatever. You know, I've yeah, seen that movie. I know, I know. Isn't that Spirit Fingers or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, but this is what I found so incredible about it is the athleticism. Oh yeah, it is unbelievable. It's like being, yeah, it's, you're an elite athlete. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Monica, who's the head coach, is kind of terrifying. Mm. And she's kind of that amazing mix of terrifying, calm, perfectionist, kind of the person like they talk about her, they kind of want her to be in their head all the time or she is in their head all the time. And it's that idea of having really super high expectations and what it takes to actually succeed and win repeatedly in these massive championships and the lengths the kids will go to to get there. And then kind of what's really sad too and kind of interesting is how after college – Cheerleading doesn't go anywhere. So there's no, no it's there's not, like not an, an Olympic ol- sport yeah. or anything. So they're like. I think there's the- also a cap on being able to do those things, also. Like there is any 
athletic feet. There's only so long you can do that for. I know, but like gymnastics, like. No, there's not a lot of them like over 25. Like that's pretty old. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That's true actually because the toll that it would take on your yeah. body is huge. And with like football and basketball and things like this, with a lot of athletes, you're like the really upper tier ones, they won't run them for the whole game. You know, they'll mm. run them for minutes at a time. So you can last, you can be like a Tom yeah. Brady who can play till he's in his 40s, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, so I totally recommend watching Cheer just because, yeah, for lots of reasons, one of which is just watching someone at the very top of her game, mm. like, coach this team. And I won't tell you what happens. but I'll tell you what happens. So basically, no. <laughs> no. But it's really worth a watch. I just can't believe what they can do. I mean, I can barely cartwheel and they throw these girls so high. The level of athleticism and skill, they're kind of a combination of gymnastics, dance, and then kind of circus tricks, really. Yes. And but on this like incredibly difficult style and quite dangerous. They often get head injuries and yeah. all kinds of things. Because you see them practicing those maneuvers and it seems like they just oh. get hurt every time until they get it right. And even when they get it right, it's still they're such huge falls. Yeah, you know? Totally. And it only know. you know, all it would take was, you know, your head hits someone's shoulder In and then one it's way. Like, I know, and, and you often hear bones cracking yes. and you just go, oh, Oh, it's oh, terrifying. It's definitely a yeah. young man and woman's game. <laughs> it, yeah. is, it is. So I, I feel like our cheerleading days are over. Are oh, Who no. knows? You I never know. I guess I'll hang up my skirt. <laughs> I just had an image of you with pom-poms and knee socks being like, ready? Okay. <laughs> i do that. I know people think I'm negative, but I'll do that. I'm bloody, I'd bloody cheer <laughs> you on the team. the most negative non-cheerleady person I've ever met. I'd cheer at shit. I'm like, When? Yeah. I have never seen you cheer. I've seen you at a football match facing the opposite direction, mm. not even watching the game, mate. Yeah, well, you know what? You left a football match because you couldn't be bothered sitting through the whole thing. And that's not true because I went away for a week. What you're talking about is I yes. went away for a weekend. With your mates to watch specifically the Specifically to watch a football match, and that, but I didn't go to the game. I stayed at home and I, and I watched uh, the boys on Amazon because <laughs> I'm like, it did just come out and I'm like, I really want to see this. And I did. And you know what? It was fucking worth By it. I'm yourself. glad I did it. You have fear of missing out. I'm the opposite. Like, yeah, I, I know. I will, I, will, I, will, I will miss anything. I will miss absolutely anything so and have zero regrets. You chose to be – like you live – literally your job is to be on your own at home watching things. Yep. You flew – Not an accident, In a Claire. plane with all of your good mates that you've been friends with since high school. Yep. And they all went to drink beer and watch the footy and you stayed at home to watch the boys. Yep. Instead of hanging with the boys. Yep. God, you're not even one of the boys, are no you? No regrets, Claire. <laughs> no regrets? Nah. No rugrats in this house. Okay. okay. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Keep going. Right, keep so the baller. I've got the timer on my eyeball. I know. I like to keep an eye on the time too, Claire. All right. I'm a professional podcaster. No, uh, you're Avenue a professional Professional misery guts. Yeah, look, you took your time to get there, but that was really worth it. Well done. But Avenue 5, this is actually another HBO show by coincidence. Uh, Mm. This is uh, by the creators of Veep. And essentially it's uh, it's it's a cruise liner ship, but it's a spaceship in the future 
and it get and the idea is that it gets knocked off course. So the people on board, the five thousand or so passengers and crew, are going to take as opposed to weeks to get back to Earth. They miss their their orbit because they got they were going to slingshot off of one of the moons of Jupiter or something. But that means they have to go around our solar system, and it's going to take three years to get home. And the captain of the ship is Hugh Laurie, who people would know from House, but also various British comedies, and he's he's terrific. Uh, it's got a, it's got an excellent cast all around, actually. Zach Woods from The Office, Josh Gad, who people might know as the voice of Olaf, from, but he's, he's in a bunch of other stuff. Right. Uh, Leona Critchlow, who I haven't seen before, but she's really good. The, the cast is great, and it's essentially the person who's in charge is dead, uh, who, who died in the, the, the accident, which means they're off course. And they, it's, it's damage control the entire time, like a crew of people who don't really know what they're doing, disgruntled passengers who have to wait three years to get home now and I know the different like some one one couple are getting divorced but now they're stuck on the the ship together you know it's just that there's a whole lot of different scenarios going on and it's just it's just it's really fun as of so far and Hugh Laurie is great and it's good that he seeing him do comedy because House is you know there's funny moments in it and whatever but I don't I'm not in love with that show but just seeing him do comedy again He's great. He's so good. Yeah. And I just think it's a, a really terrific show. Yeah. He is really good. Mm. I watched the first episode and then I fell asleep. Classic. But I did. But that wasn't because of the quality of the show. That was indicative of just me at the end of, of the day. Of you watching something after 5 o'clock. Yeah, I yeah. just can't do it. Exactly right. I have to watch my television early mm. in the day. Unless you go to bed and sit on your phone for many hours. Yeah, and watching Parenthood. Yes, Who knows right. why I did that for a while. Anyway, yeah, no, I agree. I really Avenue enjoyed five, it. I yeah. thought it was fun. It was excellent. It was cool. i got to watch Veep. Like I've watched like the first I two. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. Oh, Dr- Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, Louise Dreyfus. No, what's her name? Wife of Richard Dreyfus. I ha- don't be calling her wife of Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> not even married. You're the buddy. <laughs> you're the freaking worst. Name's not- this is the problem with society. <laughs> We're living in a society. Her name's not Louise Dreyfus for one. No. And also, if it was, she's not married to Richard <laughs> tell me Dreyfus. What her, tell me what her name is. Um. Elaine from Seinfeld. No, what is her actual name? <laughs> George My brain Costanza. no longer like takes in words. I don't know. Things. You're just gonna have to think about it. Who? Do you, what do you no. think her name is? Louise. No, you just think it's about Dreyfus. it. It's Richard Dreyfus's wife. No, Who do you think I it is? You. Please tell me my brain doesn't work anymore. All you have to do is just go into your mind. <laughs> just just bloody tell me. Julie Louise Dreyfus. It, Louise. Oh, so I was basically right. There was just like one extra name missing. Bloody <laughs> hell, you made me think that my pregnancy brain had completely <laughs> shrunk and I couldn't remember a bloody thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Dreyfus isn't even spelt the same way. Her name is spelt D-R-E-Y-F-U-S and Richard Dreyfus is spelt D-R-E-Y-F-U-S-S. Why does anyone care? Can I talk about my thing now? You made me, you, you extended this segment more than anybody else. No, I, di- no, I was right. My laptop's making noise. It's anarchy in this room. Mm. All right, okay, I have two things that I wanted to talk about. I can't wait. Cool. All right. The first one is the Last Days of August podcast. This is by John Ronson who wrote the book called So You've Been Publicly Shamed. Have I? Anyway, he's a Welsh journalist, very interesting bloke. His first podcast was called The Butterfly Effect um, and it looked at the impact of of Pornhub on the porn industry. Oh, all yeah, about porn. This is interesting because, yeah, no, I know of this because it's they've basically ruined the, the careers and lives of Yeah, of, of a whole stars. industry. Yeah. And his, that podcast, The Butterfly Effect, was a very warm and compassionate um, example of investigation. So yeah. he really 
made you kind of understand the world of the porn industry and looked at all the different characters and what it takes to really get in there and make it and all those things. And look, I have a whole lot of other opinions about pornography that we won't go into in this podcast. And I mean, for one being it's highly addictive um, Mm -hmm. and it's particularly risky for young people. Yes. And that can have a flow and effect into their sex lives and the way that they see sex, all that stuff. I'm going to put that aside for a minute because I just want to talk about his latest podcast, The Last Days of August, which is where he explores the tragic death of August Ames, who's also, her real name is Mercedes Grabrowski, and she committed suicide. So in quite a strange circumstances. Um, and so the podcast uncovers some uncomfortable truths about the porn industry that she worked in. And they also look closely at her husband, Kevin Moore. One of the reasons why they initially, like everyone initially, there was a big storm around her was that August was said on Twitter to have made some derogatory comments about not wanting to perform in a video with a guy who was gay. And so she made some tweets about that that was her choice not to going to do that kind of film with him. And she told that when she she was cast in this particular film, then he was cast and she told the producers that she didn't want to do do that particular act with him. And so they therefore she lost her job and right, so she okay. took to Twitter. And so her husband, Kevin Moore, creates this big kind of brouhaha about the fact that she committed suicide because of the online pylon that happened. Yeah, right. Well, the supposed online pylon happened after her comments on Twitter. What's really interesting is the turns and twists that the podcast takes. She was 23 after that. when she died. Yeah, she yeah. was 23. Yeah. And so, what starts is what you think is an extension of his book, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, um, yep. and the impact of that on her life becomes something kind of much darker and much more sinister. Sounds really interesting. Mm, it's really interesting. And his voice is kind of lovely to listen to. He's Welsh. And initially I got recommended this from a podcast I listened to called Chat 10 Looks 3. And Annabelle Crabb on that said that she found his voice quite irritating initially and then kind of got get used to it. And that was exactly the same thing that happened to me. I just kind of got lulled into listening to his dulcet tones. Oh, very good. Um, but it's also just a really interesting look at an industry that – I don't really know anything about. I know a lot about it. Let me break it down for you, Claire. So essentially there's no. four core oh, styles of goes. pornography. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and it does take some very interesting twists and turns. He's also really honest about not creating it into a kind of sensationalised murder Well, there's a lot of that, isn't there? There's a lot of like, how did she get murdered? Yeah, and there's usually like a, oh someone, a God. suspect that you think, oh, they, the podcast kind of points to this suspect and then it turns out not to be the case. And then at the end they mystery. go... We don't know who murdered her. Yeah, exactly. So he makes a real point of articulating that really quite clearly and articulating his thinking because he worked on this for over a year. Um, So, yeah, really worth watching, not watching, listening to The Last Days of August. So one of those things that will be turned into a something at something at some point. Yeah, I'd say so. Correct. Probably a Netflix docu-series. A Netflix docu-series. That's the way you call them. So that's quite a dark thing I've recommended. However, I also wanted to play you this video of Tom Baylard's stand-up, who's a comedian from Ah. Melbourne, who I have been asking you to watch this. For so well, you put it on my long. Facebook and I don't look at my Facebook very I know. Often, so, so I'm just going to get you to watch it. 
Can All you right. watch it? Yeah. Will you watch it? Do you, and then Collings will put the clip in? Yeah. Is that right? cool. Yeah, correct. All right. All right. One thing about it, we, I have to premise this by saying that James has been ranting about boomers and his rage is just continuing to grow so much so that it's rubbed off on me and me, Sunshine, Lollipops and Roses had an altercation with a boomer in the park yesterday where I told him to be nicer because he told me my dog should be on a lead. Yeah, that's... And I yelled... You should be nicer. And he said, you should follow the law. And Claire, I tell you this off. much, I would never I would never confront <laughs> somebody like... Which to me like, is a big confrontation. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I think... I don't like being negative. <laughs> no, I think, I think look, <laughs> as with most confrontations that, uh, that I'm in, technically the other person is usually right <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I'm in the wrong. But it's one of those scenarios where it's like, just calm down. Like it's not a big, like these are just rules that people said. Like it's not a big deal. With that. It's not affecting you in any way. Also, I'll beat you up. I'll beat you up. <laughs> no, no, not really. No, no, no beating no. anyone up. Well, and we have to premise this by saying that not all boomers. No. Hashtag not all boomers. Well, Mason has a, Mason, and I think he's right, is, um, says that it's, it's not an age. It's like a, it's an attitude more than anything else. Yes. That's what it is. So, that is what it yeah. is. So I'm premising that. So I'm not saying that I agree with everything Tom Ballard is saying in this comedy special. However, I wanted to play it to you because I feel All like. Right, let's do it. Are you ready? Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, just out of interest, any baby boomers in tonight? No? Good. Let's talk about them. When are they going to die? When the fuck <laughs> are they going to die? They are hanging around like a John mind. Farnham farewell tour. When the fuck are they going to wrap it up, shuffle off this mortal coil and give me a house? <laughs> My parents told me they want to buy a caravan recently. Oh, you fucking love a caravan, don't you, boomers? Boomers look at all the houses there and they go, gosh, just not enough houses here. Is there a way my car could be a house? <laughs> just driving around. Hey, millennials, check it out. Beep, beep, pretty cool. I'm living in my car like you, but different. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to die? Not even comedy anymore. Real anger. Real anger. Love the feedback on my generation from Boomers too. Keep that coming, guys. That's great. Oh, yeah, you millennials, you're all sensitive snowflakes, aren't you? Yeah. Everyone in your generation gets a participation trophy, don't they? Yes, we do, Boomers. We do, and we fucking love them. We love those trophies. We hold them at night as we curl up in our childhood bedrooms, which are also our bedrooms, and we hold them, and we love those trophies. When we got those trophies, when we got something free just for showing up, we got to feel what it's like to be a baby Boomer. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Your participation trophy is called the ability to retire. <laughs> Just a little less attitude, Boomers. A little less attitude coming from the people who need to be shown five times how to use Apple TV. Okay, is that all right? <laughs> yeah, you millennials are idiots. Now, do I press the source button? Is Stan on Netflix, Tom? Is Stan on Netflix? <laughs> does the TV need to be on? Of course it does! <laughs> Come on, mate, you went to uni for free. You figure it out. That's pretty great. Do you think so? Because you are a hard comedy man because you're always like, I watch so much comedy. It's, I'm more, mean. it's more accurate that uh, it's kind of also like depressing at the same yeah, time. No. Yeah. And to be fair, it's not all boomers. No, of course, as we said. But look, as you know, my favourite thing in the world is winding up boomers and I'm so <laughs> good at it. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> I don't know if you know this as it is. You probably don't. But James... Um, has a particular nostril flare that he gets when someone older than him tells no, him what to do. No, it's not an age. Again, it's not an age thing. Anyway, we and should wrap this up. Thing, but you, I know, but you really hate being told what to do. 
And no, then you like I hate get being fired told up. what to do by people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about, right. or people have no place being like sticking their nose in something that's that's got nothing right. to do with them. Sure thing. You also good stuff, hate Claire. Thank you for bringing that to this podcast. You're welcome. We Maybe do. Collins can edit it down, but I thought it was quite fun. I'm at, yeah, whatever he wants, man. Uh, so look. You've brought that to the podcast, but did you know listeners of this show can also bring things to this podcast? No, like really? Samuel J. Adams, who left a five-star review just in-app. You can do it in-app if you can believe hey, it. what a ledge. Samuel said, watch your marriage crumble while James and Claire have a baby to try and save it. <laughs> Listen to them yell at each other while you take stock at how happy you are with your significant other. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, absolutely delightful hearing them tease each other. Remind me of my girlfriend teasing me. Uh, while not the more popular podcast, that is true, The Weekly Planet, uh, you can see why Meso allows James to be married and happy. Lol, keep up the good work, y'all. And I just want to also give us a thank you, Samuel. It was really nice. Uh, shout out to Jacob and Grace, who I ran into this week, who are listeners of this show. Oh, cool. So we thought that nobody listened, Claire, but it turns out at least two people listen. From the place that we live, listen. Yeah, that's oh, really cool. Jacob yeah, really and nice. Grace. Thanks, yeah. guys. Hello for our two listeners plus our mums. Yeah, that's right. Who do listen because they always give us feedback. Yeah, that's right. And guess um, what? We don't want it. We don't need it. We're professionals. <laughs> we are total professionals as can be shown by this particular episode. All right. I have a recommendation because if you have recommendations, we would love to hear them. Cheer was a recommendation from somebody recently and I really enjoyed it. So thank you for that. And this is from Thomas Murphy. Murphy, sorry, not Murphy, Mm. Murphy. I lost the ability to speak. Hello, I was listening to your recent pregnancy-themed podcast while chugging through a Sunday-long run and absolutely loved it. Absolutely bang on with the things you were saying and I'm definitely up for some chicken stitch action next time round. To chuck in my own recommendation, my wife found a lovely book called There's a House Inside My Mummy to read to her eldest during her second pregnancy. We found it a really nice way to help our eldest understand what was happening and get her ready for her coming big sister. Mega congrats. Big sister? Yeah, for becoming a big sister. Oh, okay, right. Sorry. I can no longer read either. Baby comes out (laughs) like a monster. Destroy siblings. I know I talked recently about how it would be nice if a baby came out like a baby horse and it could just feed itself. But that would be terrifying if a human man climbed out of my vagina. (laughs) Like fully formed. Sounds like a regular bloody Friday night for you, Claire. Do you know the different (laughs) baby? Oh, I wish. Um, there was. Do you know that if a baby was life size, their head would take up a third of their body? Yeah, that makes sense to me. That is crazy. Huge imagine heads. an adult sized baby. That's why it's so funny when they start to I mean, walk. I have to imagine it. I'm living with oh, one. Oh my god, Claire, you zinged me. Oh. But that's why when you see him start to walk, you're like, this isn't right at all. Whatever's going on here, no. it's all wrong. Yeah, it is because they're very top heavy. Yeah, they topple all the time. Mm, I'm still like that with my giant head. <laughs> yeah, you. Anyway, really are. we got to wrap anyway, this up. Anyway, thanks, Tom, for that recommendation. Much appreciated. Yeah. and you can suggest things at Suggestible Pod on Instagram or the Twitters or the Facebooks. And very soon, I'm going to organise an email address. I oh promise. Oh my god! Claire. Maybe we can send us things through their email. I love emails. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And thanks to our colleagues for editing this ramble. Mm, me too. I mean, you're here, I guess. Me too, to thanks him too. Thanks, guys. See you next week. week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.